0: Welcome to Talking Shift. This is where we take the woo-woo out of your awakening process. We're going to get real on what the Ascension is. I'm Diamond No. I'm your host. I'm a generational psychic. I'm a starseed. I'm a master manifester. I'm an Ascension advisor. I've been teaching the science behind your awakening process for over 20 years now. We teach it across this globe. We're going to talk about healing We're going to talk about sex, we're going to talk about money, we're going to talk about relationships, we're going to talk about the relationship with your body, your soul, your emotions, your inner child, and we're going to do everything in our power to help you shift into your highest timeline. Welcome back to another episode of Talking Shift. I don't want to talk shit, but we're going to talk shift today. (laughs) spicy. It's been a week. So it is January 15th. It has been crazy topsy turvy, turvy, topsy turvy. I don't even know what the saying is. It's been wild, gross, Mm -hmm. unpredictable, beautiful, euphoric. Let me bury myself in my bed. Contrast energy for quite some time. Yep. You had your birthday in that timeline. Mm Mm-hmm. It was great. It's been a wild ride. Um, Yeah, (laughs) it's been a really wild ride. And, you know, the deeper we get into 2024, we're going to see a lot more of this. And I know, oh my God, you guys are all going to be like, oh, I want it to be over. Like, oh, when's it going to? It's not. Buckle up, buttercup. It's not. This is the new normal. It is opportunity after opportunity to become the highest level that you possibly can in your own creating your own co-creation with the universal flow stepping into your highest timeline so I thought it was really interesting and really neat opportunity for us to talk about embodying trust
1: yeah Um,
0: right I think it's a good timeline like let's cash out One, what does embodying mean? Two, how do we embody trust? How do you become? So when I say embodying, I mean becoming the vibration because the law of vibration, which, oh my God. Okay. It's the 15th on the 19th. I'm teaching the retreat and I am going to rip out from under every single participant. So this is the last time you're going to hear me say universal law. It won't be that moving forward. Nope. And I've like gotten so many more downloads on what these are and like, oh, anyway, so I'm going to talk in these lames, lames, oh my gosh, these terms today, see how great the energy is. And then moving forward, you're going to hear me change my language a little bit in and around this. So let's back it all up to embody (laughs) ADHD all over. (laughs) Okay. We're coming back to the point. So when I say embody, what I mean is the vibration that's within you. So, you know, the saying as above, so below, so within, so without. Whatever's happening on the inside is going to be your reality on the outside. So the universal law of vibration is your belief is going to create a vibration. The law of attraction is going to respond to that vibration. They're going to collide and kabam. There's your fucking reality. Deal with it. So if your vibration, if your belief inside is fear-based, you're going to get a lot more reasons to experience that vibration because you're creating it. Mm -hmm. awesome so it's a you thing Mm, amazing i made a t-shirt for it we have t-shirts now i'm wearing the recovering toxic one recoveringtoxic.com there is a t-shirt that says it's a you thing oh i love it so when we talk about embodying trust we're going to start from the very very beginning here and then we're going to share some stories okay so embodying trust means becoming the vibration of trust and I know in the comments, it's going to be like, oh, but Diamond, Sarah Rose, I totally trust that the universe has a plan for me. I don't I call bullshit. I do. Because if you were the vibration of it already, you would already be experiencing. And if you are not experiencing, so if you're living your best day in life, why the fuck are you listening to us? Why? Mm-hmm. So you're here because you're not there yet. You're on your way and you're doing amazing. We see you. We listen. We pay attention. We feel you. We read the comments. We talk about the comments. We talk about what we want to talk about next. Like we're here for you all. We're here because we want to support you with that. And embodying trust means that you have no fear about what's next. Right. No fear, which is damn near impossible. Damn near impossible. It's going to, it's little head once in a while, right? Yes. Until you get to a certain level. I right. I'm like, okay, yeah. Until you get to, yeah. Like right now, okay. I used to, I used to be such a, I operated in the, oh my God, how for, I don't know, 45 now. So probably 40 years, mildly. Like it got better and better and better and better each time as I grew and expanded and understood more. But it wasn't until my forties where I was like, oh, I'm not doing that. Fear has no place within me. Right? Right? So I want to talk about, because last time we did this, was the beginning of fucking December. Where did it go? So quick, right? We have so much had, expansion <laughs> right? Does, expansion would be the only word. We have had so many new clients pour in. Yeah. We you're booked, I'm booked, like the like it's it's happened. Like we're like, okay, we're we have waiting lists now. again, yeah. like we go through these cycles where all of a sudden and then it's like a big waiting list. Here we are at the right. waiting list phase again, but we're doing our best. Um, so I thought it was a great opportunity because last time we talked about surviving the chaos, navigating the chaos, coming back into yourself in the chaos.
1: Yeah. And
0: we got a lot of love letters over that one. So let's continue the ball rolling in embodying trust. And I think to begin that we may do best kind of shooting from the hip here, but maybe we should talk a little bit about what it looks like when you're not embodying trust. What that feels like, what that looks like to help people identify kind of where they are on that scale. All right. So um, if you are, I'm going to share some stories. If you are looking at your bank account more than once a day, you're not in trust. If you know to the exact penny what's in your bank account, you're not embodying trust. If you are on multiple dating platforms because you're looking for the one, that's a different conversation. I can't wait to drop that bomb. But if you're on multiple dating things, you're not in trust. If you are complaining about your nine to five grind, like you and I used to way back in the day, oh yeah, you're not in trust. If you are like, I feel something within me, but you're not in trust. If you have an immediate gut reaction to, oh my God, I should do that, but I don't know how I'm going to afford it. You're not in trust.
1: That's right.
0: Not at all. If you are looking at your partner and their lack of ascension and awakening, you're not in trust. At all. if you have health conditions, I'm going to talk to this one because there's a few right now. If you have some serious health conditions going on and you keep talking about your health conditions with everybody in your life and you keep saying, oh my God, I have this. And oh my God, I have that. You are so far from trust. Oh no, you need, you need immediate one-on-one support. I was there. I was there. I remember taking pictures. I shared this jokingly now it's cringy, but there was a timeline in my life where my experience was borderline wheelchair or walking with a cane. And I remember buying the most pimped out canes and posting pictures of how cool my canes were on Instagram to be like, Ta-da, look how cool my cane was. But I was being so effing toxic in my self-victimization because all I wanted was someone to go, are you okay? I wanted the world to know that I was sick so that I could receive love. Gross. Don't do that mm-hmm. at all. And it was when I figured that out that I was able to flip it and actually heal my damn self away from cancer, away from excessive autoimmune conditions, away from all of that and live the rockin' 45-year-old head and south body that I got going on now (laughs) (laughs) I love it I love this money
1: (laughs) when you say that I'm instantly thinking about the times where I felt like okay felt this way I was experiencing it and it's it's not to offend anybody but when I do this I mean like for myself quote unquote I feel depressed I feel like I don't want to get out of bed I'm moping around and then everyone's like oh tell me what's going on or like you know I'm like oh I just I don't know, but I'm recognizing that it wasn't that. It was the fact that I just, just like, I required support and I hadn't, I didn't know how to ask for it and I didn't trust enough to ask for it.
0: 100%. Yeah. yeah. I love that you brought that up because it's like, you know, when we do these podcasts and we talk about the truth, okay, one, when you're sitting in front of us, we know exactly why your life is fucked up within a heartbeat. We're like, oh, how do we help them see that? because we were there. We were there. Okay. And two, we're walking a fine line here of how much can we trigger you? (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Without pissing you off, right? Like we don't want to piss you off, but we mildly, do I want to trigger you? Yeah, I fucking do. Because it's when you're triggered that you're going to go look in the mirror and you're going to decide at some point in a trigger, never in the moments where things are good. Are you going to go, I think I'll change my life today. It's when it's shit. So if you get a little bit triggered, sorry, not sorry. We love you enough to be honest. And so we're going to, we're going to trigger like warning. I'm going to trigger anyways. Um, Like I'm totally okay with it. <laughs> Let's go. So yeah. yeah, I love that you brought that up because it is true. I, my experience in my physical body was a condition that they gave me eight weeks to live at one point with this thing. Yeah. Okay. So I was having anxiety attacks to the point of not being able to leave the house or panic attacks in public and fainting because of it. Um, shaking, crying stress at the same time I couldn't work. So I had no financial flow coming in. I was a single mom. I was about to die and leave my children with nothing. And I had no paycheck to buy food and I had to go to the fucking food bank. Like that was not a fun experience for me at all. Having everything ripped away from me, but it wasn't like you know, stage four cancer. So therefore I didn't have the right to be like, Oh, I actually need help. I had no trust in my body. I had no trust in financial flow. I had no trust in exactly what you said. I like, it's not that I exaggerated it, but I let it consume me and I let it be the topic of conversation. Right. I let people know right away. Oh, I was a victim to this. I was moving through this. At first I didn't, I hid cancer until I was over it from everybody. Nobody knew. I was like that one we're not talking about, but all that was after I discovered all the other stuff. Um, but the autoimmune conditions that I experienced the world knew, Oh, the world knew. I remember Google's right there. I could have done it myself, but no, no, no. Let's go on Facebook and be like, does anyone have any guidance or direction with struggles with blah, 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 blah? You know why? Because I wanted someone to hold me. Yeah. I just wanted to be loved. And I had no idea exactly what you said. I had no idea how to ask because I didn't trust that I was going to receive it. Right. I didn't trust my body was going to heal. And so if I was sick, maybe I would get love, which is an inner child thing that comes from, you know, Mm-hmm. my inner child, the more I was injured, unknowing. It's not like I injured myself on purpose, but I got injured a lot because it was that subconscious desire to be nurtured. And so then when I got sick as an adult, I was like, let me tell the entire world. Let me, let me cheers to it with you and ask you for support and guidance. But really what I was saying, someone tell me I'm okay. But if someone had been, damn, you got this, you're going to do great. I would have been like, fuck you. You don't know how hard it is. I just want to be loved. I just, because I want to be heard. Yeah. I want to be understood. You know what I mean? Nobody needs to be solutioned. There's that piece. Um, the, man, there's so many areas where you did it the hard way. Trusting love would come in. Mm-hmm. Trusting my body would be healthy. Once I was healthy, trusting that my body would lose the weight and be beautiful again. Um, trusting my finances, trusting, stepping into divine purpose. That was scary. Ooh, that was a scary one. Mm -hmm. Trusting that I could invest into myself by taking courses and educating myself.
1: That's a big one. Like even for me, that was a big one. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, it's not even just courses. It's like our divine alignment, you know, trusting the process and trusting the fact that you are investing in yourself this way and this yep. is going to expand you in many ways heal mm-hmm. you in many ways
0: yep out of so divine alignment has been alive for a long time yeah. so there has been thousands of clients that have gone through divine alignment right and out of thousands two i think were at the point where they were like i don't know how i'm gonna afford this only okay. two out of thousands all the other ones were like, "Oh shit, that's how you bring in money." And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, we know. We'll show you the way." Um, so it's so interesting. And that same thing with like my education path. Like, there's a lot of money dumped into that. Even just the amount of tattoos on my body. Oh my God, there's a lot of a lot. <laughs> and you're starting to experience that world now that you're getting some big ones. I know. <laughs> cool. But it is about like I know money's a big one, love's a big one, and walking away from what was into the unknown is how we'll phrase it. So that could be illness. It could be relationships. It could be toxic family. It could be toxic career. It could be anything and stepping into that unknown space. Mm -hmm. And how do we embody trust in order to arrive there? Right. I will tell you step one, which I, you know how, when you know better, you do better. Right. Mm -hmm. So this one took me a long time. And this is why everything has been birthed through this company. If you don't heal your perception of what you are worthy of, you will never, ever, ever, let me say it for the people in the back, you will never embody trust, ever. The very first step is looking at, do I truly believe I am worthy of this? If you don't do it, not gonna happen. Right. And that's that's a doozy. It's multi-layered. You know, it's like we start to tell stories. I remember when you were making the transition into letting go of what was and moving into full time with Diamond No mentoring. Uh, yeah. Right? You I, were like, I
1: had my cards out
0: every single day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not trust. trust
1: exactly though right like people we all do it we're like oh we're just gonna like because we're so intuitive and like our cards are gonna tell us or we're just gonna like pay multiple readers to tell us when but if someone tells us that it's going to be next march then we're like fuck you we're gonna go to somebody else until they tell us exactly what we want and we'll never get that fucking answer
0: yeah or you you i'm the pendulum girl i have it like right here on my desk i only ask the question once if you're using cards or using the pendulum ask it once put it down, deal with the answer, walk away, but right. don't even go to it. Don't even go to it. Don't, do it. don't even go Honestly. to it. It's so much right? nicer not to. So- well, it's because you're messing up your energy. It means you're not trusting. And if you are looking right. for exterior, everything will come to you when you heal the shit that's holding you back from the thing you desire. If yeah. you desire it, you are capable of aligning with it, bringing it into your world. As long as your vibrational alignment matches and your vibration won't match or align until you heal the thing that's holding you back. It's a fucking you thing. Again, it is a t-shirt now. It's a you thing. Your vibration is creating your reality. So you have something hidden. You have a trigger trauma point in your subconscious that is holding you back from really unleashing your ability to bring that into your world. And nine times out of 10, it's going to be, I can't because. Yeah. Which means you don't think you're fucking worthy. So, or you're not brave. So, okay, cool. I can't because I don't have the money. I can't because I'm the sole provider. I can't because I don't have the time. I'm I'm going to be overloaded. I actually had someone reach out because they want to do this program with me. And they were like, but I have this going on. And I'm like, it's 2024. Like, yeah, we have a lot going on. Well, I don't want to burn out. Then don't burn out. Just don't, don't do that.
1: Like
0: I was four my, bodies.
1: Of my nine to five that I despise, but surrendered and was just like, okay, whatever. As I moved into transitioning to full-time here, also have a family, also run a house. Like there are a lot of things that we do as humans, but if we, if there is that spark within you and you follow it, it just, mm-hmm. kind of, yep. Yeah, body trust.
0: I just, know I brag it out to Corey all the time. I'm like Sarah Rose has stepdaughter, teenage stepdaughter, which I also have. Um, but that's all I have. Um, you've got the puppy, you've got your son, you've got your new home that you guys are doing a lot of work on. You had your old job heaviness, which was a full-time job, full-time doing divine alignment clients, being the primary caregiver in your family. Sorry, but that's my perspective is like, you take care of a lot of things. We're all You're very loving. You take care of a lot of things. And then on top of that, you're my confidant. (laughs) My best friend. And like, no, here's all the things that I'm going through. And so it's like, I brag to Corey all the time about your superpowers and how you trusted the process so much. And I know how sticky it was for you to get to that point where you're like, fuck, right? And when is it going to happen? How is it going to happen? And I remember even just the onset of you and I joining hands and you being like, um, when is this going to happen?
1: That's right. Absolutely.
0: And we can see.
1: I kept going forward. That's the thing. I didn't stop and was like, ooh, second guess everything. No, I just kept going
0: forward. Yep. You trusted this journey so beautifully. Yeah. So beautifully. It was incredible to be a witness to. Mine was not so beautiful, my transition. (laughs) Because, you know, time when we do things that aren't wing. No, like I was terrified. I knew I wanted it and I'm ballsy and I am brave. And I had this like meditation where I was standing on the edge of a, I, my body, my ego is like, heights are a little like, "Mm -hmm."
1: okay. Yeah.
0: Like I jumped off that bridge in uh, BC in the summer. Like I almost pissed my pants. I was terrified. Like my whole body was trembling, but anyway, like heights are like, wow, this seems unnecessary. So I'm in this meditation years ago, and I'm standing on this edge of the cliff, and I just hear, take three steps back, hold your breath, one, two, three, jump. Yeah. And I was like, "Uh, and like, when I meditate, let me tell you, I am out of my body, in another body, in that meditation, experiencing all of the senses, the wind, the smell, the sun, the birds all of it I'm on a fucking cliff and my whole like what is happening you want me to jump Mm -hmm. and so this happens and I'm like pardon and it's like three steps back big breath one two three jump and I'm like so I take my three steps back because like get me off the edge get me off the edge and then I was like oh trust that your wings will develop on the way down you don't have to have them. It's a long fall, baby girl. Mm-hmm. It's a long fall. Go. And so I did it and I fell like I, I launched myself off of that. And I could feel every fiber of my being like toward like in the air, you know, the free falling, flipping, twitching, panic, heartbeat, can't breathe, wind in your eyes. Why is when my eyes were watering, like the wind was so loud in my ears and I was like, how far away is the ground? And I couldn't see because I was tumbling. And then all of a sudden this dragon just swooped and caught me and took off. And then I merged with that dragon, like total avatar style. It was awesome. <laughs> I didn't have a tail though, but you know, there's that. And it was in that moment that I was like the scariest, like it's gonna be terrifying. Yeah. You can choose to perceive it as terrifying, You, but it doesn't matter. It's fear. This is going to be in the awakening or the story, the expansion retreat. Fear is a perception and it's there and you get to choose how brave do you want to be? And that changed everything for me. I'd done a lot of deep healing a lot. Let me tell you, well, you have to, if you're going to get to this life that I have right now. And it was like, okay, I got this. Like I, I can, I can do this. And then The step after that, the very next step after that was keep telling the same story. You have to hold on to that. And when you get triggered, when you realize it's a you thing, when you realize it's all your fucking fault, where you are is your doing. I'm Mm -hmm. so sorry. Says the girl who comes from it. I know it's on you, babe. It's all on you. Mm -hmm. When you realize that and you take accountability for it and you start to Move through changing your vibration. All of it. Everything changes. And then you have to hold the story. After you jump, you've got to hold the story. Not your breath. Don't hold your breath because it might be a bit. It was for me. It was a long while for me. Didn't happen overnight. It wasn't instant. So I didn't understand it all yet. And then I held the story. And every time I got triggered, I went to the fucking mirror.
1: Mm-hmm
0: every time I got triggered, I went to the mirror. I didn't blame. I didn't point fingers. I watched a lot of people fall out of my life a lot, which was extremely painful to go through. But never once was I like, how dare they? Never once I was like, it's their fault. They're mean, they're toxic. They're unkind. They're this, they're that. And never once pointed the finger. I went to the mirror every single time. And I became as self-aware as I possibly could. That's what got me here. Now I'm a fierce bitch and I'm comfortable taking accountability. Not everybody is. Not everybody is. I was at one point in my life, I thought I was the reason why everybody was so miserable in the world. Like that's what I was taught. So like I'm used to taking responsibility. At all. Yeah. But, it, so it made it easier for me to do that. It's like, it's a me thing. But I also understand on a vibrational thing, it is a me thing. It's my perception. It's the lens I'm right. working through that's creating that reality. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it can be this tailspin. Mm-hmm. Or, and I know, because I did the tailspin piece. I know in the past, a long time ago, you did. I feel like you've really moved through things gracefully over the last few years you think <laughs> you're like a, did I? I feel like well yeah I definitely feel mentally so. I
1: don't I feel like it was not very graceful gonna be honest but maybe outwardly it looked graceful as opposed to the I'm more of a mental chatter. Like there, there's a lot going on in there that I that I siphon through and that I filter. And then I, you know, look at, like you say, like you go to the mirror and that's what I do. I I look at myself and be like, okay, so it's me thing, let's do it. What is it? Mm-hmm. How can we change that? Okay. And it's not like, how can we embody this in a month from now? It's like, well, what are we embodying right now?
0: Right Earth? here right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Why? What, what is the story? So yeah. it's like an immediate This isn't okay. This is what I desire. Choose it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I've got a lot of tools. I cannot wait for. I'm super excited. Oh my god! Oh my god! Because I'm about to go off on a whole tangent on that. We'll be here for an hour, but I won't. Um, Because it's so it's so solidified within me now. But it's like own it, and then every time discomfort or disharmony arises, whether that's in your body, in your finances, in your relationships, in your workplace, it's a fucking new thing. Not, it's not about the thing. It's about what you're feeling, what you're perceiving. So let's say your body goes into like minded. Okay. So my body got ill, a lot of disharmony. My body experienced disharmony. Didn't get anything. It just, it experienced. And I'd be like, Oh, it's so unfair. So this is old me. All the trauma I had as a child created this autoimmune condition and now I have to struggle with this for the rest of my life and it's not fair. When I understood it, it was like, oh, okay, I'm having a fainting episode, which is emotional too. Mm -hmm. I need a timeout. I need to reset. So why is it that I desire to reset? Where am I feeling overwhelmed? The experience of overwhelm is coming from this particular area. So this particular situation is requiring me to feel like this based on the perception of this is overwhelming. So let me heal that piece. So then I heal that piece and then it would stop. And then it keeps progressing and progressing to the point now, like the smallest thing. I really truly don't experience a whole lot of disharmony in my body. But I had this little like eczema flare up that I messaged you about. And mm-hmm. I was like, mm, what's going on with my baby toe? So immediately as soon as that flared up, I went into it, realized what was happening, went and communicated my way through it with the individual involved had such a powerful conversation within an hour gone 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 Gone. like you can change it all when the more you progress through that and it's because i trust the fact that it's so trust the fact that it's a you thing
1: yeah yeah and not in like a judgy you know Play or like negative it's more of like okay well it's a me thing at least you don't have to chase down 10 people thinking that it's them it's it's you there you go immediate there we go mm-hmm.
0: fixed totally fixed, fixed well yeah it's the beginning of the process but yeah. yeah but it is and it's like I know there's some really drastic horrific things that happen in the world yes so I don't want to talk about that being a you thing, we're not going to go that far down no. this path. We're going to talk about your immediate experience and perception of your reality, right? Do I think it's all co cool connected? I do. Mm-hmm. Do I understand why? But I don't think that's something that needs to come here. No. Yeah. Um, but I feel that your immediate reality, the any disharmony in your life, is because you are not trusting. You're not trusting the outcome. You're not trusting the ability that you deserve it. You're not just trusting that you are worthy of it. You are not trusting that it's going to be reciprocated. Like one of the universal laws, which forever and always I will be changing and moving forward and calling it something very different after today. But one of them is the law of compensation. Meaning you will be compensated equally. Your worth, your value, your perception, your like everything, you will be compensated equally. It's an equal exchange. So if there's a lack going on, you're not trusting yourself that you deserve to be receiving and you've got your, your lack limiting belief structure. Mm -hmm. When you start to heal all of that trust happens naturally. I've shared in one of the podcasts, I think probably in the hundred days of surrender I did last year. Um, the story of the second part of how I had to embody trust, Mm -hmm. like driving out East with that whole experience. Um, it was a whirlwind and that's, that example being like slammed into my face. Um, But it is one of the most beautiful things. So let's sort of like pause my over-ending chatter here and go back to the stepping stones because I go all over the map. So back to the stepping stones, right? So the things that we know we've done that we can offer our followers today. So it is, you have to be worthy of receiving. You have to heal any worth issues, right? Yep. When you went through your journey, what were some of the stepping stones for you? Not going to your pendulum all the time, because that's denoting to not trusting or your cards. Um,
1: Journal was a huge thing for me. Mm -hmm. Reflection. Um, Mental chatter. So being aware of my thoughts throughout the day. What is the story I'm telling myself? Who am I saying that I am? Who am I radiating out of my body into my world? So, um, and then... If it's not something that is that expansion, that, that great, good energy that, you know, that we feel, then why, why is it this way? What can we do to change it right now? Not mm-hmm. a week from now. No, this moment moving forward, rewriting that story. Um, mirror work was huge for me. I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, like I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I used to avoid mirrors. So just mm-hmm. love
0: us <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah, I have them everywhere as you know you've been in my house yeah for that reason every time I walk by the mirror it's an opportunity for me to be like what's up yeah or you magnificent creature you like right. whatever's gonna boost me yeah yeah, yeah. or and after the things project. that
1: brought me joy every single day
0: you actively seek high vibration I do I really you do yeah like you Like for our followers, like Sarah Rose and I have a very, very, very close sisterhood friendship. I don't know, twinness going on, yin and yang going on (laughs) a lot. We're tight. Um, And so we're each other's confidant at this phase in our relationship. And we share a lot of voice clipping back and forth throughout the day. We always start our day with voice clips to each other. Um, Well, I don't know. You might be up hours before me probably, but (laughs) (laughs) it's it's during my first cup of coffee that you get your first voice, voice clip from me. And so we, we boost each other. We love each other. We support each other. We hash out our own experiences through each other. We use each other as a reflection, a mirror, a journal, all of that stuff. Get one of those people in your life. Let, let me tell you, it's a game changer. And so my experience with you and what inspires me so much with you is you're like, I'll get a voice clip that's like, bah, 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 bah. hold on 30 seconds later. I just figured it out. Okay. And then I get, the def- I get the explanation of like, this is what was going on. I just realized this. Okay. This is what I'm doing about it. And then 20 minutes later, I get a, oh, that's so much better <laughs> voice clip, right? <laughs> like you're so powerful at, you're so much in your self-awareness, which I want for every human to be. You're like the immediate, the, the second you are like, ooh, something's not the way I desire it to be. Dive. And right. you don't psychoanalyze it. You don't overbeat it. You're just like, what am I feeling? What is that triggering within me? Holy fuck. This is what it is. Ah, there's the emotion or there's the elation solved moving yeah. forward. And yeah. you're like that every time something that is undesired surfaces in your reality. Yeah. So rapid, so rapid. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, pace the deck, talk to Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes even unaware that I'm feeling something. Um yeah. But the but moment works like, for you,
1: like, yeah. that's what, that's what's for you. So then finding all our listeners, finding what works for you. Yep.
0: Yeah. And seeing like, how does your vibration present itself? How yeah. does, so this is the way it works. You have two operating mechanisms. You've got your human piece. You've got your consciousness piece. That human piece is going to be the storyteller of, ooh, this is why it, it tells a big story, right? So you're, you're creating from both spaces until you merge those two things. And so you're going to get some ick in your life until you heal the things, right? And so it's going to surface in different areas. So you're either going to track that into your physical disharmony, which was my journey, um, exterior. No, I lied. Everything was fucked. Everything was fucked. (laughs) Before I figured this out, my kids hated me. Well, they didn't hate me, but my daughter and I, like 15-year-old daughter, like, nope, not happening. She's 25 now. Um, So not a good relationship with a daughter super disharmony in my body, lost all my finances, had the shitty ass most aggressively narcissistic bullshit relationship that I had to walk away from and a full restart. And when I restarted, that's when I, boom, course corrected everything. So it flourished in all my life. What I see with my clients is your body's either going to tell you or your finances is going to tell you or your fucking partner or family dynamic is going to tell you. It's not always all of the things. Sometimes it's one consistent you have four bodies. It's going to show up in one of those areas, right? So it's being hyper aware of where is there disharmony in my life or lack in my life? Mm -hmm. Where is it surfacing? If it's surfacing in your body, you got to go into the emotional body. You got to figure out what's being created there. If it's surfacing in lack of love, lack of finances, you got to go into your mental body. There's a mental block. There's a mental trigger point. Mm -hmm. Yes. If it's surfacing in what other areas are there? If it's internal, uh, it's your emotional body. If it's yeah. if it's external, it's your mental body. Okay. Your spiritual body is always gonna find its way okay. as long as you yeah. allow it, right? So exterior. Yeah. So lack of love, lack of finances, lack of those things, or shitty dating experiences, or mm-hmm. you keep bringing in the same narcissistic asshole that cheats on you over and over again until you get sick of it. And then you think, oh, I can fix them because they have such great potential. And then you go look at their potential instead of looking at them, and they keep getting another shot. like that. Oh, know that journey so well, that's, you got some shit going on. Okay. So if it's just like chaotic stuff, it's going to be your mental. You're going to calm that down. If it's deep, it's going to like your physical body or whatever, it's going to be your emotional body that you want to love to and figure out where are those hidden trigger points, AKA inner child trauma, but also hidden trigger points that are in your subconscious that are being poked at, that is bringing all of this energy forward that the law of attraction is responding to and giving you more of. So you got to figure that piece out. That's why Divine Alignment is our top program. Like, yeah, that's what we do across the world, across the world. So there's that. Then you got to figure out how you're going to be courage- courageous. It takes a lot of courage to be fully authentic. Yeah, it takes a lot of courage to say this is my desire. I'm going for it. it takes a lot of courage to count to three and jump.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot. A lot, with a of compensation. It's a great thing. That's okay. So good. So good. Oh, I'm fired up now. Like I am. Like I got heated up. I had to roll my sleeves up. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go get something. Let's go build. Let's attract something. Hmm? Let's create. Yeah. Anything else that you want to add to this? Mm -hmm.
1: not overly something is mm, like just a little bit in the background here. So I just trying to process it and see, Mm, you could probably expand on it too. But when we work with our clients, some of them do have families, right? And then we have the, um, the feeling of not being supported during those times when we have our families. So Maybe you overcompensate that way because you weren't supported as a child. You had to meet your own needs, like, you know, becoming your own man kind of situation. Um, so, and then we're, we're becoming resentful. We're becoming frustrated, or we feel that we don't have quote unquote time for anything about ourselves because we've overtaken all of the household duties in a way. Mm -hmm. Right. So just coming to that understanding within my own life, like I've, I've cleared that stage. I understand it. I understand that like trusting the process of asking for help, like we talked about, right? Asking for help from everybody else, because nobody knows that you need the help, because they're so used to seeing you the way that they're seeing you. So they Mm -hmm. no longer see the exhaustion. And even if they do, they're not going to be like, can I help you? Because typically, you would have said no. Mm -hmm. So really reaching out for help that way. um, But also looking back in your life, where Where did that fail you, quote unquote, when you asked for help? How did that feel? How did it feel Mm -hmm. to always have to be the one to come forward and be that support system for everybody else? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, 100%, right? All right. Thanks for tuning in. And we look forward to hearing from you. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.